This Week in Wishful Booking, we preview Fastlane, we talk about the new addition to the WWE Hall of Fame, and uh, no more Mrs. Nice Bitch. <laughs> screw the boo. Screw, yeah, I honestly thought she misspoke. I thought she meant screw the world <laughs> until I saw those t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. I love Charlotte's response <laughs> to that. Oh, what was it? What are you even doing with a laughing emoji? Wow. <laughs> That's her best contribution to this feud yet. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys. Let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a box. Let me get this straight. Go ahead. When you're telling these little stories, have a point. Uh, hello and welcome to Wishful Booking. My name is Liam McNulty. I'm joined, as always, by Jimmy Moorcraft. What's up, dude? Nothing, man. I'm uh, speeding here. I'm really going yeah. fast now. <laughs> well put. Maybe this show should be called Fast and Furious. <laughs> Very clever. Thank you. Look at you. We are in the fast lane. Sure are. Metaphorically and literally. Not literally. So, yeah, fast lane is this Sunday. And, oh, my God, this this week was just... Is it? Is it... Am I... Maybe it's just me. Was this week not especially convoluted? Is it not getting more convoluted each week? Like, uh, like I mean, I feel like the only story that's convoluted is the women's championship story. Everything else seems pretty. I mean, there are things that have become more complicated and wrinkles that they're adding. But in yeah. terms of like one story that I can central on that's making my head rock, it's the women's title. Yeah. Yeah. The, I raw, guess the raw women's title because there's nothing really happening in the SmackDown women's title. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's convoluted. It might not be the best all-encompassing word, but just, I don't know. I, I you know, um, thinking also of like the NXT guys that they called up that they're, it just couldn't be plainer that they have nothing for them and they just feel bad and they're just trying to do what they can to give them a second of TV screen time, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, I, I'm pretty sure Aleister Black and Ricochet are a tag team on the main roster strictly because of the Dusty Rhodes Classic coming up. Oh, they're in there not, together? Not that... I, I knew are they you, were in the tapings. I didn't know they were in the Dusty Rhodes Classic. Well, yeah, the tapings were the Dusty Rhodes Classic. That's why they were together. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's why, which, by the way, I'm not trying to say that they wouldn't put them together because I wouldn't be surprised if they still did, even if that wasn't the case. Yeah. And they have decent chemistry. We, I was saying last week that I liked their promo on SmackDown. I wasn't that much of a fan of this week's. It was more glaring to me. Oh, my God, um, yeah. It was just a standard WWE good guy promo. Yeah, which I mean, you know, I guess people like Ricochet need to get used to, but I don't think Aleister Black does. And no. now, but but now he has to be by default, and that's the problem. That's a big problem. And yeah. in fact, I texted you. To me, my whole feeling about them teaming up is summed up by Ricochet's entrance, one and only, with a partner in this case. You know? <laughs> yeah, I never thought about his name. Yeah. yeah. I just yeah. No, yeah, I I get it. Um, <laughs> uh, so should yeah. we uh, go in order? Um. Yeah, not, I guess. not like every not I like guess. everything, but like the main right. in order of the main things. Yeah. Um, I have to be honest. When I heard Roman's music, I wrote down Roman. Here we go again. God forgive yeah. me. I mean, again, as happy as I am for him. Um, What's old by the way, again? he had a chronicle on the network that put into perspective his diagnosis a little more. Wow, I'm still, they really I'm went still, out of their way to uh, keep this facade going, huh? Yeah, I'm still suspect of the timing and whatnot, but um, he kind of broke down like the moment that he found out how like they found out through WWE Medical that his white blood cell counts were elevated, and then like what it meant, oh, wow. and he was like called into a meeting with them and all that stuff. So it so the company you know, had to let him know, or the company had to tell him to go get further testing. I'm pretty sure the company let him know. I mean, I could have imagined he went to another doctor after that. Yeah. But I think that they knew enough. I mean, they have like world-renowned uh, physicians there, so I'm sure that they knew what was happening. Yeah. Well, um, depending on who you ask. Yeah, true. 
Um, so Roman comes out, and I was sweating profusely when he called out Seth Rollins and said that he, you know, has someone to say. Dude. And then I, I thought that they were going to do Rollins and Reigns at Fastlane yeah, for a moment. For Roman to join or even take Rollins' place in the Mania match, correct? Yeah, and then you could also argue that, oh, it's like a WrestleMania 31 rematch, but like an actual match kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, but like when you've, you know, when you've been building Seth all this time... You clearly oh, I'm not advocating sure. for it. No, 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 yeah, 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 <laughs> clearly. Um, no need to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they, they in hindsight, I really like this a lot, because like you, I was screaming at my TV, get the fuck out of here, you have to be kidding with this shit. But I think that was intentional. I think he was purposely... Because what he said to Rollins when Rollins came out really didn't even make sense with the way he had set it up. No, and then it did make him look... I mean, I think that he's coming across more confident. He doesn't seem overly scripted. He does seem semi-likable, relatable, and obviously... What he said got a big pop and will put him over huge that he's not trying to steal well in the spotlight. Yeah. So that was all good. Yeah, totally. Uh, uh, what, what wasn't really good was the whole, not that it wasn't good, but it's confusing. I guess the Royal Women's title isn't the only confusing storyline. because Definitely not. So this happens and then they call Ambrose out because they want to reunite the Shields. Rollins doesn't want to do it. Reigns does. And it's not entirely clear why Reigns does. Well, it is clear because Ambrose is leaving. I don't yeah. necessarily think that means that... I mean, I get the whole, oh, I thought my life was going to be over, so life is short kind of thing. But, I mean, Ambrose, like, literally mocked your diagnosis. Like, I don't know. It. I just don't think yeah. it, the, the argument was strong enough for him to want to reunite the Shield, is all. Yeah, I mean, I, I they really had to lean into the life is fleeting aspect of it. Um, well, it's the only thing that they really have that could justify it. No, definitely. Well, I mean, I, you know, um, I mean, I guess you would get the impression that Roman, that it just didn't bother him. Like, even when Seth was saying, that's how I kind of looked at it. Like, when Seth is saying, what Dean Ambrose did, you know, on the night he did it, I can't team with him. And I'm just thinking, like, well, Roman's over it, you know? Oh, yeah, but absolutely. Not that he should be. You're right about that. But not that it makes perfect sense that he is, I guess. Yeah, so then Ambrose winds up coming out before he can even say anything. Elias hits him with the guitar. Which was a nice bit of continuity from last week. And then sure. you lead into this, uh, what was it? Baron Corbin, Bobby Lashley. Um, Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre versus Angle, Balor, and... Strowman. Thank you. Yep. Um, the Strowman spot with Leo going through the barricade was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it was weird because usually that spot happens with like bigger people. Like, because they're yeah. so big that they're both breaking it. But it was still a cool visual. Um I really like Leo Rush. I think that he's really proving his worth in the main roster, and I'm happy Definitely. that he's there, by the way. Yeah. Um, no, I totally agree. I think he's uh, very charismatic. He's he's confident. Like he's He feels like he belongs there. Yeah. So then this all leads to uh, Angle's threat the night, uh, because then Bobby Lashley winds up pinning Finn Balor. Yeah. So that I, I really am afraid that Bobby and Finn may have a Mania match, because we now know it won't be at Fastlane. Yeah. You see um, Roman trying to talk to Ambrose, Rollins trying to talk to Ambrose, and Ambrose is like indifferent and really not saying no. He's more focusing on his match with Elias that night. Um, the match with Elias happens. Elias beats him clean, yeah. pretty much. Strangely and this enough. leads to uh, Roman and Seth coming out again, and then Ambrose essentially dodging them. Huh. We don't really know why. We don't really know why Ambrose doesn't want to join with them. I wish they gave more context to that part of it, like what's his issue. Yeah, kind of thing. He's still uh, like slightly healy, maybe. Yeah, I just want to. I just think some dialogue from him would have helped in this context, just a little bit. Yeah. Um, and as opposed to just not wanting to do it. Yeah. Because we don't really know why. Yeah. Um, but then when he starts walking out, and you could tell they're kind of lingering on it for a bit too long, 
And then the three-man bland come back out and start beating down Roman and Seth, and they keep cutting to Dean to just make sure that they've effectively telegraphed what's going to happen for literally everybody watching. And again, I'm just thinking, did Drew and Bobby Lashley and Corbin, were they trying to get the Shield back together? Did they, did they not know that what happened was going to happen? You know? Yeah, no, I'm not really sure. And I also think Ambrose comes off very unlikable because he's the one who did the asshole thing. And then they still want him back. Yeah, well... Yet he's yeah. still not wanting to be back. It's just, I don't yeah, know. Well, he's still an asshole. And they're acknowledging that it's the last time ever that... Um, I don't think Ambrose is leaving, by the way. Yeah, you've, well, you've heard the new rumors I, I, I that don't. people are saying that now, that they don't think I he's have, leaving. but even like... Even because Wade's saying that those aren't true. But you and I both said it from the get-go that it was weird and strange. Yeah, um, apparently, The Shield is being advertised April 22nd, which cards are subject to change it's weird that they're literally marking this as the last time ever but yeah. there's mat there's matches two to three weeks after wrestlemania cards are subject to change they definitely shouldn't plan for cards to change yeah so then eventually ambrose runs back in as roman and seth are getting attacked by the three men bland as you call them yeah. and um or three and, and a half men including leo rush i feel like we've seen this like awkward fist bump m moment so many times that it wasn't yeah. that like powerful for me even the shield getting back together it, it i feel like they want it to mean more than it does because of how how much you know how often it's happened right yeah it's like the third time like third or fourth time yeah and um, also this is the second literally the last time they got back together was for a makeshift group that suddenly came into being strictly because the shield was going to come back and needed opponents like that's, yeah. I mean, this group kind of has been around a little bit, but they don't even have a name. They were pretty much disbanded by all accounts. It's more or less the same to me. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, so it's the Shields versus McIntyre, Lashley, and Corbin in a six-man tag match at uh, Fastlane. Yeah. Who do you think is going to win that one? <laughs> kidding. Um, I'm kidding. Don't we're We're going to do predictions later. That's when you can say that the Shields going to win. Oops. Uh, well, spoiler, I don't actually. You don't? Think that, but we'll do that later. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a good tease. Coming up, one of us is definitely wrong. There's some stuff that we can even talk about when we do predictions when we get to it. Like, the women's tag team stuff, we don't need to talk about the match. We could just talk about the card and then, like, talk about what happened on Raw and, you know, how that could affect the result and whatnot. Yeah. Um, you you want to do that now? Do what now? Talk about the women's what happened on Raw because it was so convoluted. Like what? Oh, those women, the main women. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. I was talking about the tag team title because like Sasha Tamina oh, had a match. Right, I don't right, think right. it's worth going over. We can when we go through the card, we can right. reference what happened on Raw. And, oh, totally, totally. Um. So yeah. So the angle on SmackDown last week was that Charlotte was going to come and essentially demand the women's championship. And then all of a sudden, Stephen McMahon is interviewed and has a change of heart for no apparent reason that now Becky Lynch is reinstated hmm. and that Ronda has vacated the title, which, I mean, I don't blame Steph for thinking that, but it definitely wasn't that clear that that's what happened. Yeah. It seemed to me that Ronda outlined a pretty clear ultimatum that if Becky isn't added into the match, because at that point she was still a booked as a valiant babyface who wanted to face the woman she's been, the woman she's been feuding with for months, yeah. um, that if she didn't get that. Then she would vacate it, right. Thank you for correcting yourself, by the way. Woman. Yes. And it wasn't even a singles match that she was asking for. She just wanted Becky added to the, or reinstate her to add her to the match. Right. Um, and only then would she right, retain Right, exactly. Her. So then all of a sudden, Stephanie reinstates Becky, but now it's going to be Charlotte and Becky at Fastlane for the vacant Raw Women's Championship. I don't. I still don't even know at this point in the story why this match wouldn't be at WrestleMania. Like, what was well, Steph thinking? What happened at WrestleMania? The is match, my question. Yeah, the match for the title was was clearly, I think, only ever a placeholder for to wait until what happened later in the show. 
Well, know? no, I know that, but I still like to look at logic sometimes and like yeah, the makes, whole feud is us. the whole feud's been about WrestleMania. So why would you book a match for the title at Fastlane when the whole title match is going to be at WrestleMania? Like, it's just weird that the, that an authority figure. What when WrestleMania is so close would do that? It just I don't know. It didn't make sense to yeah, me. No, totally. I, there's multiple levels of this not making sense to me. First of all, didn't Stephanie after Becky apologized to Triple H and Stephanie? Didn't they say then everything was good? You're good to go. You'll wrestle at Mania, and then Vince overruled them, right? Right. So why doesn't Vince have to be saying this right now? You know, the whole night I'm thinking, wait, yeah. Steph, like literally Vince is going to come out and overrule you any second because he's we already know he's the authority. Like, I guess, you know, pun intended. No, another, that was another glaring issue. Um, and also, yeah, so go ahead. And Stephanie also says that Becky Lynch has to sign a hold harmless agreement, which they just did with Seth Rollins two WrestleManias ago. So dumb. They have a contract signing that they couldn't even take the time to put a table in the ring with chairs. Yeah. She's signing it, standing up. That was a small detail, but weird. Weird. Um, Very weird. Almost feels like this is like a last minute choice or a script change for me, the way this all went down. I don't know. It was, I mean... I know everyone's not been on board with how this feud has been booked. Um, luckily, the angles themselves have been executed well because the performers, for the most part, have done well. Um, mm-hmm. But this particular thing just seemed off to me, like like there was some sort of miscommunication or change. I don't know. Everything at least, like even Charlotte's inclusion, which hmm. we've debated and the internet can debate whether or not it was relevant, there's at least precedent in terms of looking back at the storyline of her integration. The things that happened this past Monday, just I didn't, I didn't get. Yeah. No, I completely agree. It did. Yeah. When Stephanie first said that backstage, it's like, well, you, you kind of gave Rhonda what she wanted, but then she's saying Rhonda stripped of the title. And then later we're, you know, we're signing the match and Rhonda comes out and says, give me my title. And she just hands it to her. Like Rhonda should have just like taken it from Stephanie, not said, you know, give me my title. And Stephanie just gives it to her. And how did you feel about the heel turn is obviously um, the prevalent question. Well, it was spoiled online. I don't know if you read. I read an article. like oh, no. it, it must have been accurate, but it, what culture had an article saying Ronda Rousey turning heel? I don't know if they were insinuating that because of the Twitter feud. But that's what I'm almost wondering. If management, there was rumors that management were upset with Ronda's Twitter usage and what she was saying. There were rumors that Paul Heyman was doing it for her because um, huh. Ra- Rousey was saying that the wrestling moves look fake, the arm bar looks fake, and then Becky yeah. Lynch is putting her husband's head on it, and it just got Calling really weird. It, well, well, Ronda said it looks like you're holding a dick that you wish you had, and then Becky put Ronda's husband's head on it and said, "Yeah, you're right, it does look like a dick, and then Ronda said, yeah, called Becky by her real name and said, I don't care what the script says, I'm going to kick your ass. Yes. Um, something tells me that they just decided that Ronda forced him into a corner and that they can't continue to book her like this if she's saying these things on social media. I kind of think that happened. Well, I don't know, because it, it felt to me like they kind of didn't really acknowledge the social media stuff just by virtue of the fact that Rhonda came out and didn't immediately kick Becky's ass. And then when she did kick Becky's ass, it caught Becky off guard. It was like, well, shouldn't Becky have been expecting that? That's what Rhonda said was going to happen. Yeah, no, totally. Um, I thought the heel turn went well physically. I think that all Rhonda needs to do is just slow down her speaking. Because I, did, oh. as corny as it was, I didn't mind what she said. Yeah, I mean it's quirky and corny, but that's kind of her. I, I, I mentioned that last week that yeah. I'm not necessarily a, an advocate of this promo style, but I think it's unique to her and it makes Definitely. her stand out. Definitely, but I all would... she's got to do is slow down a bit. Yeah, dude, I've been. I feel like I, have I not been saying that for a while? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, take your time, you know. Just like but, a, um, just a smidge. But but, uh, but I think she showed good intensity. I thought that some of those shots looked brutal. The, yeah. the, the, the shots to the stomach and whatnot. And yeah. um, all that w- was decent. I think it made sense for Charlotte to like 
get up on the apron and then get back down because Charlotte knows that she has a match with Becky at Fastlane, mm-hmm. not for the title. But Stephanie says that if Becky loses, she is quote unquote done, which I really wish she operationalized because to me that makes it sound like she's getting fired. Right. She meant done out of the title picture. Well, yeah, I mean, I understood that, but I just thought the phrasing was weird. Yeah. Um, And then if Becky wins and it's a triple threat match, which basically means that Becky Lynch's rumble win means nothing. Totally Um, nothing. Becky, not only does it mean nothing, she literally has to challenge the person she last eliminated for an opportunity to join the person she eliminated in the match. Like, you know, one women's rumble in, they've totally devalued, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because it's newer. They've done things, I guess, with the men's rumble before where you have to, like, fight for your spot. I did it with Roman and Daniel Bryan. Um, yeah, but by but comparison, it is a newer... Seth is having no problem. Seth wanted it, he's got no problem. Becky, yeah, well, all, you know, has to jump through 10 flaming hoops and still, you know, might not get it. All they needed to do was if Charlotte loses, she's out. And if Becky loses, she's out. And then make it seem like it's, it's a singles match. But you have Ronda Rousey force the hand to make it a triple threat match. That's all they had to do. What so do you mean it force makes the hand? So if Charlotte loses, it's Becky versus Ronda. If Becky loses, it's Charlotte versus Ronda. You have Ronda Rousey go in the match, fuck it up. It's a no disqualification. And then they're forced to make it a triple threat match. And that's how you logically get to a triple threat match. Yeah. And not like keep Charlotte in it. And this is coming from someone who's advocated for Charlotte being in the match. So I'm trying to show my unbias here. It doesn't make sense that Charlotte's in it no matter what. Yeah. You're uh, doesn't total. I totally agree. It doesn't. Um, She, she, what was I going to say? Yeah. That, that would be actually a great idea. A match for contendership. And then, yeah, Ronda comes out and just fucks both of them up, like, hardcore to where, by the end of it, not only is there a storyline, like, not only is it does it make sense in story that they're going with the triple threat, but it actually feels like this match, the triple threat, is WrestleMania-worthy, and, and they all, all three of them have an equal, you know, belong in this in the match and in the rivalry. Yeah, because you can even argue, I mean, you're totally right that Charlotte was the last one thrown out. If anyone in that rumble beside Becky, who won, should be considered outside of Charlotte's history, which is irrelevant to this feud, but still is something to look at. The runner-up in the Rumble would be the person who would logically be next, though. I she guess, lost. but then why wouldn't that give her an opportunity at Asuka? Because, again, don't forget, she's on SmackDown. Oh, well, that's a whole nother thing that, that two yeah. women from SmackDown are on Raw. I totally agree with that, too. Yeah. It's also weird. Honestly, between them and the NXT call-ups, it kind of feels like Raw and SmackDown of old. You know, like they're, yeah. it's just pick a show for everyone, in my opinion. What did you think about the end of the show? So Ronda keeps going into attack. Do you think they ran out of time? I definitely got that impression. So my theory is that they did that backstage interview with Stephanie McMahon and it, she was like overacting and like she's usually great at that part of her job and it mm-hmm. was very forced to me. Do you think that this is leading to Ronda and Stephanie joining forces? And that Stephanie was all, like, against Ronda in this, like, dramatic way to, like, throw us off that she's really working with her and in cahoots with her. And that's what, like, the, the big swerve is going to be a la uh, Rock and McMahon. I mean, I didn't get that impression at all on Monday. Really? Okay. Um, and I feel like if you were going to do that, why not just wait on the official heel turn until that happens for Ronda? No, I agree. I'm not really advocating for it. I just thought that... I guess they ran out of time, but it just felt very weird the way Stephanie was the last one to be interviewed before Raw went off the air. Yeah, no, definitely. So maybe uh, they just ran out of time. I think that's what it was. Well, the other way around. They had a little bit of time left. After. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And you heard uh, the production cue for Ronda. Ronda, hold the belt up. Yes, I sure did. What the fuck? Sure did. 
Um, just say it into the mic at that point. You might as well. Should we talk about what happened on SmackDown with them too, or do you want to cover Raw? Oh yeah, no, let's, let's talk about what happened on SmackDown with them too. I personally hated it until Becky got the upper hand because to me it was an obvious trap by Charlotte. Go ahead. Um, yeah, but I mean, you were also arguing how Charlotte doesn't have much of a thing in the storyline. And I feel like making her look strong and having her up on the attack, it kind of helps reinstate or reinforce her inclusion in the match. Whether people agree with it or not, I feel like you need segments where, you know, because we've had Becky attack, we've had Ronda attack, and I think Charlotte should also be in on that. Yeah. It makes Becky look dumb, but it shouldn't take away from Charlotte well, not just, being allowed to look strong at some points in this feud. I don't think it's worth the trade-off. I mean, Charlotte, like you keep reminding us, beat the fuck out of Ronda at Survivor Series. She's kind of... It kind of makes sense that she isn't as active in the rivalry thus far because she's... In storyline, the hand chosen one. Yeah, she was so given like it. She, she, has she doesn't no work have to, to do. do anything to get it. Right. I'm just very protective of Becky, and I feel like they are. Oh, I know. You know, to say the least. They, well, dude, I mean, who's the hottest star? Like, I. That's that's. Uh, you know, I'm listening to the crowd. Becky is hot with the crowd, and it seems like I don't want to. I don't want to continue to accuse them of purposely writing her bad. But they're not doing any favors, and they're not taking any extra care and attention to make sure and protect the character from things like looking really stupid. But Dana Bryan was also hot, and he went through this entire this entire storyline, as did Stone Cold. I mean, I no, think, no, no. He, I, it's not not this entire storyline. This is this longer. is a, this that is was a going convoluted on since mess. August. This is a convoluted mess, though. And with Stone Cold, they didn't try to squeeze somebody into the a feud that was otherwise really heated. I mean, it's not. It's just, there's just not apt comparisons, in my opinion. Well, then Daniel Bryan is because they did try to squeeze Batista in it, and that no, storyline went from August no, we all had, the way to April. We had to squeeze Daniel Bryan into it. They weren't even going to put Daniel Bryan in the match. In, if if this was that, we would honestly just have Charlotte and Ronda booked, and the crowd would have to do what we did with Daniel Bryan, which is basically just blow them up with everything. You know, tweets, emails, crowds, everything. Just like you know, we're going to shit on this match. You have to have at least one guy that we like in the match. In this case it's becky in that case it was brian i still think if if naya didn't break becky's nose that it would have been becky ronda ronda would have won and becky would have been nowhere where she is now i'm happy that she is but i mean it, she would have they, she they are listening she to still the fans she still would have been really hot but yeah it's a com- yeah it's a combination of uh you know the, the way becky caught on and also the fact that she was pulled from survivor series I um I got annoyed that Becky got the upper hand. I thought that Charlotte was dominating so much, and then Becky did like two moves, and then Charlotte. I don't. I don't think that was a show closing segment. By the way, I mean I don't think that Owens and Rowan would have been either. Um, yeah. But it wasn't in the build to this feud. It wasn't one of the stronger moments. It was very forced to me, very rushed. Yeah. No. Yeah. Definitely. You know, um, could have been better. It just felt like they want to have them on every show. Like it, it felt unnecessary. I guess. No, very. Um, we talk about Triple H Batista? Yeah. I'm sure you love Triple H's promo, right? I did. I thought it was very good. Um, people are having issues with the comments that he made about Naturally. characters, and this is not characters. And first of all, it's not the first time we've seen that in a feud. Um, no, I saw it last week on Twitter when Ronda Rousey said it. Yeah, great, great example. <laughs> um, so I, I don't know. I just I give them credit because, yes, the obvious thing to do would be to make Batista the babyface and Avengers and Marvel. And I, I get I get I totally get all that. I mean, I also know that Batista is way better in a heel role, even if he was getting cheered because of all those things. I don't necessarily trust them to book him properly as a babyface. Are we are are we having this conversation? Are you saying that he should be booked heel? Because 
I'll, as of I'll right, prepare to debate you if so. As of right now, and the way that this is going, I like it. And then to have Triple H, who, by the way, is going to always be internally a babyface because of NXT going forward. So there's that. And I thought that what he said made a lot of sense. And I'm almost shocked that WWE had, or Vince or whoever booked this feud, had the foresight to put this much detail into how this happened and now we still need to know why batista did it and they could botch that well, and i'm again i'm still waiting for that but yeah. i was very happy with the way they took the story um i know i wasn't alone in the fact that this was a well-received promo yeah um i liked it a lot i thought it was it felt different for a feud i thought they took a different route with it i thought yeah, to bring up rick flair's real life struggles and you know the sun dying and this yeah. and that and how i, I just I don't know. I, I liked it. So far, I, I'm, I'm on barbed with it. I think there's a lot of heat going behind it right now. Yeah. Um, I mentioned this to you in texting. I'm pretty sure what Batista is going to say as his reason is roundabout something like at SmackDown 1000 when he said Triple H is the greatest all time. There's nobody he hasn't beaten except me. That could be easily looked at as a challenge. He was but challenging then why would Triple he H. Attack, but why Tri- would he attack Ric Flair and go through those lengths when he could have just challenged him? Because he... Well, that's what I'm saying. He, he feels like he did challenge him in SmackDown 1000, and Triple H totally brushed it off. And that's so that's why he attacked Ric Flair and said, mm-hmm. do I have your attention now? I suppose. Um, I still think if Batista was there, he should have been out in the ring. for. He's a you know huge star. He's involved with Ric Flair and Triple H, so he, he should have been, they should have at least done that in the ring. It just, it, there was a lot to process last week backstage. No, definitely, and I, I, I definitely think it could have worked better. I mean, you have an issue, because what would all the legends have done while that was happening? Would they have just, like, cleared out? You have to imagine that Shawn Michaels would have at least helped Triple H. So there's also that dynamic to think yeah, of, that there was other people point. in the ring. But but uh, I, I do, I, I wish that there was a way, though, to say what you're saying, because I'm with you, that that return should have felt bigger. Even if we just saw him in October, I feel like they kind of ruined that moment. Yeah, no, definitely. And just in the way that they went about it, in the execution. Yeah, right. um, in fact, you just reminded me real quick, Michael Cole actually said uh, that was one of the most heinous attacks we'd ever witnessed. Factually untrue. Oh, very. We did not witness yeah. it. It happened behind closed doors, oh. you idiot. <laughs> That's a great point. Yeah. Thank you. Um, um, and, and what is, oh, just, so, so what did you think of Batista's promo? Um, I mean, I kind of thought what Triple H said, it. to be honest. Yeah, obviously. No, I mean, no, no, no. I didn't hate his execution because I kind of see the kind of character he's in a play. And I think that he's, he's a, he's a great actor. So the way he said it and came off was very like good. I just thought the content of it was kind of like lame. If yeah, that makes sense. Where does the content come from? Do you think he, he was just given free reign to say whatever he wanted or? I'm not sure. Because, I, you know, it just seems like for Triple H to be as involved with WWE behind the scenes as we know he is, for him to, you know, run somebody down for the things they say, it's like, well, that's convenient. You can tell him to say it and then make him look like an idiot because he did. I, I Because of Batista's gripes with the company during his last return that he was very vocal about, because of the fact that he's such a big star, I, I kind of have a feeling that this is very meticulously planned. It's probably been planned out since October. Um, yeah. It was probably put on hold because of Triple H's injury. And I'm fairly certain that everything happening, Batista is approving ahead of time. So I, I understand so. your line of thinking, but I think part of this this feud is to bring realism into it and make it meta. I think that's what they're going for. And right now it's working. I, I, I don't, I'm not saying I have faith that it's going to be a home run every yeah. week going forward. But as an introductory angle, I, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty excited. I'm excited to see how the face-to-face goes. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely, you know, interested to see how the face goes. It could be worse, goes. I think. Um, as, as far as other things Triple H said, though, 
you know, he, he ran him down for what he said, you know, for the things Batista said. He also really went into him, I thought, for uh, beating a 70-year-old man who had a near-death experience recently. And that's another thing where, like, if you're blurring the lines, if I'm Hollywood actor Batista, I don't really want anyone in the world to mistakenly think that I actually assaulted a 70-year-old who, you know, had a stroke within a year ago. They're characters. It's the same thing if he was written to say that, unlike if he had a guest appearance on The Walking Dead. No, I know, but you're saying they're blurring the lines, and, and he is an established Hollywood star, and the idea of beating a 70-year-old man who, you know, is has has on and off health problems is just obviously not a good look. And um, I, I didn't like the invoking of the son's death for a wrestling angle. I just, especially, you know, after he made the joke about not being able to make all of Flair's weddings. Yeah, I don't think it was necessary when I said that I liked that the real life stuff was included. I just meant as a whole. I don't think that right. that was a necessary inclusion either. Right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. So that's basically how I felt about it. I mean, I you know, I, I can see why you liked it, but I think it just totally buried Batista, like, as much as humanly possible. And I don't know, I, you know, I'm, I'm just not a fan of, of the way they're going about this. Okay. So that affects, you know, my feelings on the promo Monday. I have um, a wishful booking for this is for Triple H to be in the performance center giving like a speech to like lesser known people and Batista comes through and like beats the shit out of all of them <laughs> and, they, and they film it. That would be like he attacks Triple H, blindsides him and then beats up because that, that kind of includes the real life thing about it and then it kind of you know helps triple h's baby face thing in this whole because there is a I, I i think this is a feud where when entrances happen i don't see batista getting booed out of the building i think it's no. going to be great to see him um but i think that's okay for this feud also yeah um actually on that note is this going to be batista's last match because if so isn't this a like you know isn't this especially weird in that context it like, is but this is what he wanted that's triple h also brought that up too I Which guess, I like. Yeah, that's I, like I mean, confirmed that this is what he like to what be he heel. To be heel. I mean, after last time when they were facing, he wanted to be heel. I mean, I could imagine that. Yeah, <laughs> it's back ass words, man. Yeah, it's back ass words. I really do. You know, they, they maybe he was uh, maybe he had some trepidation about ever being babyface again. That's um, crazy to me. They nobody can read the room. And by room, I mean entire planet Earth. Yeah, Ric Flair is also like beloved, though. So as I said, I think if this is no, the way they did it, it's not awful. I know. I'm talking about, you know, I'm still talking about their decision to do it. And I probably always will, you know, have Batista be the heel. Um, should we move on? Yeah. Um, the only other thing about Raw that can bleed over to SmackDown is Alistair and Ricochet. Um, you know, you and I both agree on this. We had spoken at the beginning of the show about Alistair and how last week on SmackDown, it was weird seeing him and Ricochet in like a main roster normal promo that everybody gives. Um, someone like Ricochet should be doing that because I do believe he has the tools to be the top star. Um, Alistair well, Blackbow. The top star. I think he could be the top star at some point if, if he plays his cards right. Yeah. Yeah, you you think? Uh, I mean, I'm McMahon, not saying Vince. I'm not saying. Yeah, well, yeah, no, what, I'm saying that he could be. I mean, a lot of people oh. in the company could be. Yeah. Okay. Um, then we agree. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think Alistair could be too, but that's. I think yeah. Ricochet has a far higher chance than Alistair does. Oh wow! Yeah, I disagree there, but agree to dis. The, I mean, the, the guy's a stud. His body's insane, and he can wow the audience with his moves. Um, I think yeah, in terms you're of right. you were talking about two. Alistair Black there, right? Uh, <laughs> no, it uh, it was not. I know. Does it? Uh, you look at them side by side. It makes Alistair look like he's 800 pounds. Well, uh, I'm depending just kidding on your type. Um, true. And okay. I'm not going to tackle that yeah. one. Um, yeah. so 
it's just it's it's just it's annoying that you know the, the tag team classic is happening and the tapings are there. Why are they booking them in a tag team championship match when like at least twenty five to thirty percent of the audience knows that Alistair and Ricochet did not have the Raw tag team titles at tapings and that they're not going to be Raw tag team champions? Ah, uh, it's mean, just obvious. It's just yeah. obvious to me. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. I, I don't. Um, you know, they shouldn't. They shouldn't be wrestling for the tag team titles they shouldn't even really be teaming um and honestly least of all like i i all that being said i still have to say if you're gonna promote the fuck out of the match all night at least give us some of it you know what do you mean they i feel like they kept talking about this tag team match all night which kind of gave me the impression well at least we're gonna see uh, probably a sick tag team match and then it ended before it started yeah well i mean i do have to give them credit i mean you're right with that i wish they wrestled longer but I do give them credit for booking it that way because they were able to lose by not looking weak. And now they're going to probably have a stellar match on Sunday where they don't have to get pinned to lose to. So in that respect, they've at least booked themselves out of that corner. But again, they shouldn't be booked like this at all. Yeah. And I, I still don't think they should be in the main roster right now. Um, I just think literally waiting two months would have been fine. Right. To I, I think that they wouldn't need to be together. And I don't even have a problem because you and I were texting about how NXT, you know, there's people like Keith Lee Dominic Dijakovic, they're like, they had great matches. You could tell who's going to be the next crop of stars. Riddle's getting up there. Um, Punishment Martinez is big. So I, I was worried about, you know, depleting NXT, and I became a little less worried. We now know that Tomasa Ciampa is out for what seems like a really long time, like at least a year, which is God. awful next surgery. Yeah. Um, I wonder how that's so going to affect Johnny Gargano going forward. I, right. I almost wouldn't be surprised if Triple H has the same mindset that I had and keeps him now down there a little bit longer, which... Wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I think Alistair and R- Ricochet, honestly, are enough right now. Yeah. I mean, well, you thing. think none of them should have been called up. So I guess, you know, makes sense that you would say At this moment. Say that. But I, I mean, after WrestleMania, if all four of them were called up, I wouldn't have been like, oh, my God, what's happening? And been mad. Yeah. But I think that Alistair and Ricochet are good. And if Johnny stays in NXT, it's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I still think that we could see other call-ups. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see the entire Undisputed Era faction that debut. Would be, that would be a lot. I mean, I, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm, they're ready, but that would be a lot just because, I mean, look at the way they're handling the six NXT call-ups from two months ago. Do oh, you, I'm not saying that I'm, like, excited for it. I'm scared, but... I mean, EC3, when he had that, like, a couple weeks in a row on Raw, he was actually wrestling matches as opposed to looking at a mirror backstage in his ring gear. I was like, good, I guess that's, you know, we're done with that for him. Nope. He just, you know, for whatever reason, got moved back down to staring at a mirror backstage in his gear. Like he, he, you know, it's just, it sucks. It, it's just, to me, it couldn't be more blatant that you have nothing for them and you feel obligated to put their face on TV because you called them up, which hopefully at this point is obvious to everyone was a mistake. No, absolutely. A big one too at that. Yeah. Um, speaking of those NXT call-ups real quick, I have to give an honorable mention in a bad way to that heavy machinery horseshit that Corey Graves totally undercut, but he was absolutely right in so doing. Like... Those, those, the jobber locker room talking shit about those guys, that those, they have to learn how to talk shit. None of that should have hurt anyone's feelings because it was just fucking stupid. You know, he's a dumbbell. What is this? What what are we in the sixties? What are we in a sixties sitcom? That's not funny. Well, yeah, I was kind of hoping that was the point, but then when you saw how they reacted, it made it worse. Yeah. They took it seriously. I would have, I was honestly hoping for their sake, they would have just been like, you know, I, I, you know, I take out my anger on people who hurt my feelings, but in this case, that doesn't apply because those guys are just embarrassed themselves. Totally. Yeah. 
Um, so we, um, should we? I think we had SmackDown. Like, is there anything on SmackDown that's worth? Uh, oh, yes, there is a big thing. Yeah, I'd say so. The show opens up with Daniel Bryan um, yep. calling Kevin Owens fat, essentially. Yeah. Huh. Um, In 2019. Yeah, this was okay. I don't. I, I don't know. I, it's jarring seeing Kevin Owens in a role like this. I don't like it personally. No. Well, in his defense, they couldn't have brought him into a worse spot if the intention was for this to be the legitimate start of like a long-term actual face run. That is what it seems like, which surprised me. Yeah, well, I felt like last week they were unsure when he did that promo with um, Stephanie and Shane backstage. She was still yeah. kind of heelish, I thought. Ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, well, they because again they've got him. He is going up against Brian at Fastlane, and they have to promote this match. And for them, that means that. He's got to be a face. I'm still holding out judgment. Maybe he's going to turn after this match is uh, in the rear view. Because, but, I, but, but again, I, you know, either way, I mean, I, it'll, it'll be better for the fact of what I'm trying to say if he winds up turning because it'll be like it was just his plan all along. But as of now, him as a face, I've wanted him to be a face for a long time. I think he could do it, and I like the way he approached it on Tuesday. But for the fact of how... Weird, like it just ha- what a bizarre situation it is for him as a face for the first time to have been put in the situation last week or you yeah, know, on, no, on Sunday. Go really ahead. weird. Um, I did notice what Jane and Brian said when he said, You have no friends, and his like best friend is like still recovering, so I don't know if that was intentional or not. Well, I you're, um, you're saying maybe like he could be coming back soon, Sammy. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, we know that he's ready to come back, and I just felt that Daniel Bryan saying that one of his literally only friends is about to return, I felt was kind of obvious. Yeah, definitely. What do you think, um, like, well, I guess should we wait to talk about that with Fastlane? Because yeah. I have a theory as to what could happen. You probably can guess. <laughs> I don't know if they can, but I will, we'll find out when we do predictions. We sure will. Um, so Oscar versus Mandy Rose was announced, uh, on WWE.com last week. They didn't even care to give it like a graphic, at least on the show. Mm-hmm. And Naomi and Mandy Rose had two months of programming come down to a minute and a half squash match because now Mandy Rose is number one contender. So we got to put her over strong, which I don't really have a problem with. It's just annoying that that was a feud that was, I don't know, pretty lengthy. I felt. Yeah. No, it was going on for months and this was essentially the blow off match. The blow off. And, uh, yeah. with that being said, it sucks for Naomi. Yeah, there was no need. Even if you have Mandy, if you think you need to quote unquote keep her strong, there's no need that it had to be this quick. Yeah, or even to do the match on Tuesday. I mean, you know, have her beat somebody match? else. Naomi versus Mandy. Like, have Mandy beat somebody else if you want to give her a quick win before the title match. I mean, there really is no one else besides Carmella <laughs> that would fit. So you could have had her beat Carmella. Yeah, I mean, we know that she was integrated into the other match, though. Well, yeah, I guess I'm saying you're writing all of it, so you know, we're, because of what we're saying, you're you're absolutely right. I'm trying to agree with you, bro. <laughs> no, I know. I just had the same thought. I was like, wow, I, they, I wish they did someone else. And I thought about it. I really couldn't think of anyone. Yeah. Even Lana is now a heel. Yeah, apparently. Um, so Oscar comes out and attacks Mandy, which wasn't exactly babyface-ish, I thought. Like, I don't know what. I oh. guess she was getting revenge from getting that roll-up victory or something. I, I don't know. It felt kind of forced. Like, they needed to do something because there's a match. So let's have... Oscar beat the shit out of Absolution. Yeah, I mean, I'm Mandy, sorry. Fire and gold. <laughs> Fire and what's her name? Fire, Fire and desire. desire. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like both of those words could apply to both of them. But anyway, so you gonna say? Oh, Mandy, I think was talking trash about Oscar, right? Probably. So maybe who does them at this point? Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was uh, not ideal for Naomi. No, and that was uh, 
that was the thing that happened. I mean, Oscar looked vicious, and it, you know she got some heat back, but I just don't know why you have Becky Lynch put over Oscar, and then you do like nothing with her. Yeah, that's a well, so, especially thinking about that. That's a really good point. You have her get beat yeah. by Mandy Rose a couple weeks later. Apparently, turns out she's fire and desire. Yeah, the total package. So that was that. That's a match on Sunday, and then uh, uh, the U.S. title, I think, is the next talking point. And oh god, uh, yeah. Yeah, our truth comes out. Does another open challenge? Samoa Joe was the first to answer. Well, no, Lacey Evans was the first to answer. Um, yeah, I'm kind of liking this ish. I oh, think I'm biased because I like her. Um, yeah, you're biased because you it's like so, her. It's so quick. I don't really know why everyone cares so much. It's so quick, and well, it's, it's just, getting the reaction that they want. They're like, do something, do something. That's what they literally want you to say. And I don't know if the payoff's going to be worth it, but I don't know. I think it's different. Um, I don't think she should be being used like this, but at the same time, I mean, she's a heel. She's a heel. I think she looks good. She has a good walk. I don't Clearly. know. She's got a lot of practice walking. Um, it's just me, yeah, to, me, to me, more evidence that they brought these people up with no plan with a, you know, in a superficial attempt to shake things up. And it just, you know, each new week it's clear, like, like. Literally every way they're using all of them. I'm not talking about the call-ups from two weeks ago. I'm talking about the six, you know, the the round of call-ups from a couple months back. It's just clear to me the way they're using all of them is just like, well, we brought them up, so they've got to be on TV. But we don't have anything for them. So you you get to look at a mirror backstage or you get to walk out and walk back. Um, you know, or, or yeah. whatever. You know, it's, it's... No, you're right. Yeah. It's a shame. It's a um, shame. It is. Yeah. Can we talk about the U.S. title, please? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then Andrade and Rey Mysterio come out, and it turns into a fatal four-way match. Um, I wonder why this and, hasn't happened more with open challenges. You know? It's like, yeah, just because someone's music plays, that doesn't mean you can't also try to include yourself. You know? Like, suddenly there's multiple people coming out to answer a challenge. Yeah, I guess that doesn't happen a lot. It doesn't happen enough. Um, it was a great match, like I knew it would be. I mean, I just, they really know how to, like, make me mad at things that I want. Like, they made me mad about calling up, you know, Black, Ricochet, Gargano, and Ciampa. Yeah. And now they make me mad about Samojo winning the U.S. title. Because we outlined a perfect plan that included Andrade and Ray. And, like, okay, good for Joe. I'm happy for him. I really am. But, like, it's just so random. And, like, why now? Yeah. Like, what? And now Andrade and Ray are having a takeoff match? I don't know. I, they just really know how to make me angry. And, and yeah. I feel like I can't fully appreciate Joe winning this match, which he deserves, and he looked great, and I'm happy for him, and I love him. And that's the thing I don't. Yeah. But I just feel like they just always know how to fuck things up, and this is the reason why they did. It just yeah. Andrade and Ray were, they found a way to continue the feud. They put a title in the middle of it. We found a way to get it to WrestleMania. And like maybe they still will be at WrestleMania in a multi-person match, but I don't know. I don't like that they're on the kickoff show. It bothers me. Oh, of course. It's, it's just... You know, delegitimizing, and honestly, like more so for WWE for me than it is for Andrade and Ray. Like, we all know the caliber of match these guys are not only are capable but usually put on together, and it just has no place on the kickoff show. That being said, I know what you're saying about Joe, and I totally hear you. But I was just, I was really surprised to see him win this match. It was a great fucking match. His promo after the it match was, was, his promo after the match was awesome. I mean, I'm not trying. I'm, I'm sure you agree with these things. So I'm not like trying to argue with you. I just, you know, I'll take it any way I can get it. I'm so happy to see Joe finally have a title. It's long overdue, 
And yeah, it, 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 and it seems like, I mean, I could be wrong, but it seems like they're planting the seeds for him versus Cena at Mania to me for the U.S. title. Did you get that impression? Oh, I thought that. Um, I think that's possible. And then that makes me feel bad for Andrade and Ray even more because then my hopes for them at least being on the main card become dashed again. Oh. Because I really felt like their only way in the main card was through a multi-man match that even if it wasn't singles, I would concede to because they're on the main card. Yeah. But if Cena is in this spot, which I also thought of, uh, I would be angry that for a lot of reasons. I mean, several. Yeah, I um, guess I mean, good for of... Joe. Good for Joe. Of course, I'm still behind him and all this, but you just, you, they, they, they don't, they just think too hard about these things and, and it's annoying. Totally. Totally think too hard. Um, yeah, I hadn't really been thinking about what's going to happen to Ray and Andrade as a result of this. And the idea of them being in the kickoff show at Fastlane doesn't bode well for Mania. Totally. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so the Hall of Fame. The, yeah. Yes. Go, go ahead. for it. <laughs> no, please take it away. I, I don't want. I don't want to say it. It's well, not real yet to me. Uh, I I just I don't want to say it, but it has to be said because I do. I mean, I I honestly don't. I wasn't watching heavily at the time, so I don't really remember anything about Tori Wilson other than that she well, had a, I was. other than that she had a dog at one point and she dated Billy Kidman uh, even further she also, back. Uh, yes, she also um, had a father well, named. Um, she's a one of a Al, kind in that way. Oh, let's go ahead. Al. Uh, oh. Al. I don't know if he had a last name. Well, Wilson. But remember probably, that whole right? thing with Dawn Al Marie? Wilson. Yeah, Al, yeah. That would that would make that would make sense. <laughs> Al, Al usually, Wilson would make a lot of sense. Usually the formula. Uh, um, yeah, I do remember that. That was horrendous. That, that yeah. was horrendous. Yeah, um, it was. I mean, I, I, I don't. I wasn't even mad when she was included in like the Rumble and like Evolution. Like, okay, like she was a part of that era, and like, you know, she did become mainstream, and they definitely won't talk about her Playboy cover. Uh, notice how they said "Cover Girl" in the video, and not yeah. Playboy Cover Girl. Yeah. Um, I literally <laughs> think they edited out Playboy. I wouldn't be surprised. Like it, sound, it sounded like awkward, like "Cover Girl," like it was edited. <laughs> yeah. Um, but she's just not Hall of Fame worthy, and she's not. There's no argument for her to be. Molly Holly's not in. Victoria's not in. Karma's not in. Uh, fucking Bold Nakano's not in. Well, Karma, um, Karma. I mean, wasn't isn't all, is also not Hall of Fame worthy just because she Karma didn't do deserves that much. to be in more. Karma deserves to be in more than Tori Wilson. She had a bigger impact. A bigger impact. She was in the men's rumble. She was on a, a tear. She looked unique. Yeah, and then, um, but then she randomly left because she was pregnant. Um, but in any case, I'm not here to argue that. You're right about everything you just said. My main thing about it, though, is contrasted with the one-fifth of an induction of inarguably one of the biggest females ever to perform in WWE in terms of groundbreaking, in terms of trendsetting, in terms of paving the way for what, you know, the, what we're now seeing 20 years later. You know, China, obviously. She gets one-fifth of an induction versus Tori gets her own solo induction. That in and of itself is a travesty. It's a sham. And I feel like it epitomizes the degree to which the Hall of Fame continues to just discredit itself and, and, and you know, rob itself of any integrity whatsoever. Yeah. Um, I don't even understand, like, if you're looking at people who were, like, around or available, like, do Molly Holly then, if that's the case. She deserves yeah. it way more. Yeah. She's been involved recently. Mm-hmm. I just don't. There I just don't understand. Women. And I, I can confirm that those Victoria signs were not what I thought. Not planted. 
So that goes that theory down the window. Safe to say at this point, yeah, unfortunately. But she yeah. would be, but she uh, would easily be a way better inductee. But honestly, most of these, if not all these names we're saying, still overlook that China was, you know, did in most cases more and first, you know? Like, people are saying, like, yeah, China can maybe get a solo induction down the road. All right, well, what's the criteria for who goes in when? No, she's... She's not getting the solo induction down the road. They they kind of feel like her mom spoke out. Her mom's happy. I think everyone's happy. And not that I'm saying they should be. I think she deserves to be solo as well. But I think that it's a bit for her. Yeah, that sucks. I don't think they induct her twice. There's no way. The people who are inducted twice are like, what, with Ric Flair, now it's going to be uh, Shawn Michaels and Triple H. Oh, yeah. China? That's and I think like... she doesn't deserve it. But, like, come on. Yeah. The odds of that are very slim to me. No, I didn't think of it that way. It's an elite club, the double induction club. So you're right. You're totally right yeah. about that, which is total horseshit. She should be being inducted yeah, totally. alone. Um, yeah, and it's, and it was funny because Tori Wilson, I don't know if you saw on Twitter, when she acknowledged the induction, she tweeted a little something about it, which capped off with, she said, I'm so happy to be included in history or to be a part of WWE history. And I just thought, what a curious wording. I wonder if she realizes that you know, t- to me, she's saying, like, I'm, I'm glad I made it through the filter of some old man's sensibilities. You know, like revisionist history is what it is. Yeah. And, well, the only history is that I think it's the first year where there are two women being inducted. One and a fifth. I, I think. I, I mean, actually, I take that back. It must not be because they would have they would have patted themselves on the back for that. Well, they're, I so, mean, they're, I, it must not be. But, it's but not, it has to be. But they're not inducting two women. They're inducting one and one-fifths women. No, China's but, only no, getting, it, you know? It, it, no, because when Billy Gunn goes in, he will be considered... I, I, listen, I want China in. I'm not arguing that point. But she will be considered a Hall of Famer, and two women are being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Just like Billy Gunn will be a Hall of Famer, just like x will be a Hall of Famer, they are being inducted. As a faction, yes, but individually they will be getting ranked. That's just, yeah. that's just, how, that's just how it goes. I'm not... I, listen, I, I'm with you, but... She, it is, it is considered inducted into the whole thing. Yeah. Okay. Which I think is why people are like, oh, okay, she's in it. And like her mom made a statement and she's all happy. And I think it's not okay, but I think that's just everyone's convincing themselves of. Yeah. Well, that's what they want everyone to convince themselves of. To me, it just smacks of they found a way to compromise what everyone actually wanted. Everyone was pining for China to be in the Hall of Fame and rightfully so. And they yep. found a way to satisfy that desire as minimally as possible, just to so they could ch- say they checked the box. But we all know this isn't what anybody was asking for. Exactly. It's just you know nowadays it's just all about compromise for them. Like they 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 want to pat themselves on the back. Like hey, you wanted Becky versus Ronda, we got you Becky versus Ronda and Charlotte. Like pat on the back, we did what you wanted. No, you didn't. You compromised with what you wanted, which shouldn't really be a fucking factor, in my opinion. You're right. Thank you. <laughs> um, I heard that other rumor names are uh, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Um, King Kong Bundy just passed away. I'm almost positive he's not in, and I was shocked when I read that. Oh, my God. Yeah. That would be insane could, if he wasn't I, I in I could it. be wrong. Fact check that and then get, uh, get rid of this if that's wrong. But I, I'm... Like, 75% sure I read that when I was reading about it passing. And uh, it surprised me. That would be crazy. Uh, I'm actually going to try to double-check that now. Yeah. Yeah, he isn't in the Hall of Fame, apparently. He is or he is not? No, he is not. Which he, is... Yeah, I didn't think so. Again, that's insane. Yeah, very weird. 
I mean, also, don't forget that sometimes there are personal gripes the wrestlers have with the company and they reject it. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know if that's a matter. Um, obviously, with China, WWE rejected her. We know that for a very long time. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. And still um, is, in my opinion. Should we do, uh, do break down the card? Let's do it. Fast lane. We had talked about the kickoff show match, so let's talk about that. Ray versus Andrade. Um, I hope Andrade wins. If this really is their, I mean, wishfully booking, I'd have a go to a no contest and then book them in WrestleMania. Yeah. Realistic booking, I almost could see them making Ray win, and I kind of think that's what's going to happen. Ray's just going to win straight up. Yeah, I can't disagree yeah. with you, unfortunately. Yeah. It's really a fucking shame. Andrade um, is so good. And amazing. such a great act. Him and Selena, Selena is great. Such she a great broke act. Her, she broke out her Hurricane Rana this week. I've been waiting for her yeah. to do that in the main roster. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was awesome. Just, she's, she's amazing. She really is. They both um, are. We also have uh, the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Usos defending against the Miz and McMahon. Shane McMahon, that is. Um, I think this is pretty... Uh, I'm intrigued to see how this goes. And what we ultimately know this will lead to an angle leading to a Shane McMahon-Miz match. Um, unless they totally swerve us, which I don't see happening. Um, yeah. But I think it's safe to say the Usos are retaining. Yeah, I, I think it's definitely safe to say that. I mean, there there is a chance they give the titles back to Miz and Shane and do something with them holding the titles at Mania, but I think it's way more likely they... And, and again, I don't even want to... I just, hope they don't do that. It's Well, yeah, but I hope they don't... I mean, Mania real estate is valuable. Shane versus Miz is not. That's my discrepancy. So I'd rather see them in a multi-team tag situation than one-on-one because I, you know, like well, it's I probably. I'd rather see the. I'd rather see the Usos versus the Hardy Boys. That's yeah. what I'd rather see. Yeah, no, I understand that, but you, you you understand Shane and Miz are gonna take up time and focus on WrestleMania. So I do, but I accepted that back in like October, unfortunately. No, I know, I know, me too. But what I'm saying is, I'd rather have them take up less of each and again i know we ha- we've debated this for a, a while ago Th- they elevate the tag team title the the tag team division you know they're, they're the, the match would be perceived as as bigger if they were in it than if they're not the tag team title match of mania i disagree because we had um alistair black ricochet we had the bar the hardy boys and the usos is a lot better than shane mcmahon and the miz taking any of those spots just because McMahon is in the last name. So I disagree wholeheartedly with that statement. That is a way better fatal for match than taking I, any of those people out. I don't even know if they're going to do that match, but that is a match that they can do, and I would much rather, and I think the world would. Right, but we're arguing two different things. I'm saying the match would be perceived as bigger. Of course it would be... I don't, any, I don't believe that. Any match that. would be better if Shane McMahon wasn't involved. So that's just baseline fact. That being said... So what, the titles are perceived bigger because of his last name? I, I disagree. I think you have... Eight elite people in that match where the title could feel extremely important because of who was in the match. I, don't, I, I can't believe you, you don't even at least see what I'm talking about. Shane McMahon fought The Undertaker at WrestleMania. If he's in a match with the Usos, fine, the Usos are in a, a bigger match like than now. if he's not in the match with them. He was the, also over more and he was returning and it mattered more. He, no, everyone's over him. He, he, no, I know, no. man. Another multi team, nope. just another multi team match at Mania is just another multi team match at Mania. So. With all of those amazing competitors in it. Yeah, it's just another Which multi-team match of Mania with shock. all those amazing competitors in it. 
And it's just another multi-man match with someone who gets winded after after three seconds of fighting and Dude, would ruin stop. the quality of the match. Stop trying to make me argue on behalf of Shane's wrestling ability. I will never do that. Well, he that's is not what a you're good doing. Wrestler. You're no, trying I'm to say not. that you'd rather him in the match to make the conflating wrestling ability insane. with the stature of the match in the scheme because of WrestleMania. That's what it should be. That's WrestleMania is the culmination of, of performers performing. Just because Shane McMahon wrestled The Undertaker, what, uh, three years ago, doesn't doesn't make me think that the titles are more important. The titles are more Shane important. McMahon, they dropped them in a month. Shane McMahon, that doesn't make me think they're more important. Shane McMahon holding a SmackDown tag team title definitely elevates it. If yeah, if you can't see that, then you can't see that. If, uh, yeah, if, I don't, if the I Usos are in a match with Shane McMahon at Mania, it's a bigger match than if Shane wasn't in it. Just you know, it's not my opinion. It's just the way it is. But I guess okay. we agree to this. Very much so. Let's move on. <laughs> and I hate um, Shane. He sucks at wrestling. Raw- Thank you for making me make that stipulation. Um, the Raw Tag Team Championships, on the other hand, is uh, Aleister Black and Ricochet, Gable and Rude, and we also have uh, the Revival defending in the Triple Threat match. Um, we had talked about earlier how I think that, although it's weird that this match is happening, that they at least got to it logically, I thought, uh, on Monday. A mini, a, a mini, a mini build to it. Um, Gable and Rude have been watching backstage for a few weeks. They interfered. They feel slighted that this team is coming up. Uh, the, the, uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet can argue that they didn't actually have a fair match, and here we are. Um, I think the Revival pins Gable and Rude. I think that's, that's just it, really. Yeah, that's what should happen, and unless Alistair and Ricochet are winning the titles, that's what needs to happen. They can't win the titles, though. We, we discussed. Like, well, literally, they can't. I mean... Would it be? They have the never of- once acknowledged NXT being taped ever. True. They've gone out of their way to make NXT seem current at all times. Yeah. Okay. You think Revival is going to retain? Yeah, they have to by be- by beating. Do you think Rudy they Gable. get? On- Do you think they get on the main card of Mania? The Revival. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, no. I mean. Yeah, me neither. I think um, at this point they'll be lucky to make the pre-show. Sadly. Yeah, I think Vince is like pissed off that they're being so like honest and coy and they're locked down of their contract. Oh. I heard till twenty twenty and he's like he's fucking with them. That's what it seems like to me. Possibly. I, I honestly he, think he I honestly think we're both thinking more about the revival than Vince ever does. Like the idea of Vince, because you said last week that uh, you know, if they're not careful, revival's not gonna re sign when their contract is up. Like that's not a that's not a threat to Vince, especially with so much talent. You know, I'm not saying the revival's not good, but clearly no, but they Vince doesn't see in them what we support. see in them. Sorry, right, what'd you say? But also keep in mind that their their biggest babyface in the company put them over on their biggest flagship show, and they became champions shortly thereafter. So yeah. I think that he tried to re- remedy that pretty quickly. Yeah, I guess. I just I don't think Vince puts that much. You know, it, to me, it's clear what he really cares about, and the revival is comfortably outside that you know bubble. For lack of a better also, word. Also, the revival put on the revival put on the Instagram that they they demand an in person entrance, televised entrance, <laughs> and they want they once again did not get it. So I also thought that was interesting. Well, but, I mean, they could they could have observation. Heard, they could have heard that they weren't going to get one, and then said that just to be to kind of make it like no, no, it's like a running joke at this point. They haven't had one in like three weeks. Yeah, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, okay, moving forward, uh, we talked about this, the Shields reuniting for the last time ever. Um, I think, uh, and I could be wrong, and this is totally up in the air because I have no idea what the fuck 
is happening with Dean Ambrose, and I think that matters. Of course. Uh, totally matters. I think that Ambrose and Reigns is a match that's happening at WrestleMania. I think really? that it makes sense. I think it's better than any of them facing any of the three-man bland. <laughs> I think there's precedent for it to happen. They want to incorporate past storyline. Um, I bet that if Dean really is done, that he's probably requesting the match, or Slash would want it. And I think that he just fucks them over, and then you have, uh, I don't know, Actually, I think that you can have Roman absorb a pinfall, maybe by Drew McIntyre. Uh, wow. This is I'm getting kind of wishful with this. Yeah. I admit it. But oh, yeah, that's what I don't we're here think, for. But I don't think, but I don't think Ambrose and Reigns is that out of the realm possibility. Okay. I really don't. Yeah, um, I, was, I was wondering earlier when you said that you didn't think the Shield was going to win. You know how on earth we yeah, got there, and I, that I, makes sense. Yeah, because I mean, just like the way he like he oh all of a sudden he's just going to put his fist in, and maybe it was like a ruse this whole time, or uh, I could be wrong, and they could do just bland matches at WrestleMania, but I think that you have Ambrose and Rollins, and again, that's taking up WrestleMania real estate, as we said, um, because that's omitting a whole slew of Corbin McIntyre and that whole entire group. They wouldn't have matches. Yeah. I don't know how they would, at least. Yeah. Um, I actually was thinking on Raw that Roman versus Drew, one-on-one at Mania, could be really fucking awesome. Thoughts? No, yeah, Definitely. I mean, uh, yeah, I would not be mad at it. Uh, it's a match that's been done a few times when that whole feud was happening. Um, I don't think that's the reason why it shouldn't happen, and I wouldn't be upset at it. Um, yeah. Uh, if I'm comparing the two, I, I would rather Ambrose and Reigns. Okay. I, I think uh, I'd also rather... because their last their last singles match was uh, Survivor Series, and it was very short and quick and kind of underwhelmed during yeah. that tournament. When yeah, it was the culmination the of a tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, um... I feel like that'd be like a bucket list thing for Ambrose, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see that. Uh, it's weird at WrestleMania. It's like the three Shield guys and Brock Lesnar are like have been like just going different combinations. Like, you know, because it's weird that both Dean and Ambrose have fought Brock at Mania before. You mean both Dean and Reigns? Uh, yeah, yeah, both Dean, <laughs> all, all of Dean, Ambrose, and Roman and Reigns actually. Um, um, yeah, Reigns multiple times. Yeah, Roman, both well, Roman and yeah, Reigns had I a shot. I almost wish that Eamon would eventually talk about that, that maybe Rollins can finally do what none of the Shield brothers could do. And that could have been like an anchor of the story. Yeah. Uh, I actually... You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I actually have a little bit of wishful booking that I wrote up for that match. I don't know if you want, I can tell you now. I, I tweeted it. Somebody was asking for booking suggestions on Twitter for, like, this was like sometime last week, for how the Rollins versus Brock match could play out. And I might as well just say it at this point. It's real quick. So it's late stage in the match. They've been going back and forth. Obviously, Brock has the upper hand for a lot of it. The momentum turns. Seth starts to take control. And he looks like he's uh, lining Brock up for the curb stomp. He goes off the rope to hit it. Heyman trips him. Right? So then Brock starts to close in and go for the F5. Roman's music hits. Roman comes out on the stage. That obviously diverts Brock's attention to Roman, who's... Brock's yelling up towards the stage at Roman. That allows Seth to take control back. This way, see, this way Roman's only helping Seth get to where he already was before Heyman helped Brock. Um, So then Seth takes control, uh, does the curb stomp to Brock, maybe does another one for good measure, pins him. He wins. He celebrates. He's celebrating the ring. He calls Roman down. Roman gets in the ring, hugs Seth. They're hugging real close. And then, you know, you cut to a tight tight shot of their faces. Roman whispers something into Seth's ear, and Seth's look kind of changes. And Roman, you know, hugging Seth, Roman suddenly belly-to-belly suplexes Seth down onto the mat. 
and uh, starts to, you know, he, we, we, we see his face and he's just, he's just angry and like, you know, totally enraged and he spears him out of his boots, you know, do the uh, inside out selling of the spear and yeah, Roman Reigns heel turn would be my booking for that. Very intricate. At first, I, at first, I was like, "No, I want Rollins. I don't want Reigns involved in any way, shape, or form." But that, that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, I knew I had to make the payoff worth it, and it also parallels yeah. WrestleMania 31 how Seth got involved in Roman's first shot at yes. Brock. Yeah, 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 I'm very impressed by that. Thank you. I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, almost certainly not. Uh, but that's that's that would that would be great. Um, now, though, question: Do you okay. think that's a show closing angle? Would that limit? The women's championship not main eventing. I literally wrote at the end of the booking, Roman drinks in the booze as the segment fades out. Because no, I'm sorry, the the women the women have to main event in my opinion. Like I, I understand, oh, like, I, I understand I, what I, I wrote. I agree. I just was curious what you uh, thought. I understand what I wrote leans more towards being the last thing that happens that night. But you know, there's no getting past that. I think the women have to main event. Yeah. No, I agree. I was just curious how you uh, perceived that big moment. Yeah. Being structured in the show. Word. Okay. Yeah. So, so that is the Shield match. Yeah. Um, I think the, the Shield's going to win for the record. Go ahead. Okay. Um, what else do we have? Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, I have to be honest with the way they've been booking Oscar. I, I wouldn't be like overly, oh my God, if Mandy Rose won. I don't think she's going to. I'm going to say Oscar's going to win. But something about the way they're booking this year WrestleMania and the title changes they're doing to drum up interest and the structural changes they're doing i, I could see i could be doing this oh my god um, they're not going to yeah. try to go uh, for mandy versus sonia for the title right uh that's actually i didn't take it that far but i i, I mean well hold on if that happens i wouldn't i think i'd be <laughs> I, i'll never be okay with oscar not walking into mania champion let me say that but i agree with you let's move pay, on <laughs> if they do pay off if they do pay off that story from months ago i would i wouldn't be upset about it and Tony Deville is from New Jersey. For the title? Okay, but for the title? Do that, um, sh- do that shit in the women's, you know, uh, in the women's battle royal. Well, it wouldn't be a singles match, but yeah. Yeah, I know. I'm just yeah. saying. No, I'm not advocating for this. I, I just, I mean, if, I'd rather Mandy than like Naomi again. Or fucking Mandy versus Carmella or something, you know? Yeah, no, definitely. At least there's like a built-in story. But no, I want Oscar to win. Oscar will win. Uh, apparently the rumor is Oscar versus Lacey Evans and everything, which wouldn't make sense. Oscar versus um, Lacey Evans. Multi-woman match. Oh, both horrible. I mean, um, I guess the multi-women's uh, match could Lacey be okay. Evans, I mean, Lacey Evans Dude. isn't awful in the ring. She's not. So, so that you're using that what you just said to justify her getting a women's title shot on a card that we've already well, established is valuable real if estate. Have, if they have a number one contenders match and she wins it, then she fucking earns it. I, I don't know how they're going to play it out. I'm gonna. You know, I can't think yeah, about well, how they would get there if it's just Lacey is announced as a contender, yeah, that would be fucking stupid. But if there's a, some sort of a tournament type thing and she wins it, then she wins it. Nothing can make... I wouldn't be upset about that. Nothing could change the fact for me that she's too new, too green. I mean, when you're first, when you're first um, supporting point out the gate for mm-hmm. Lacey Evans wrestling for the title at Mania is she's not an awful wrestler, I think that speaks for itself. Especially, there's okay, well, so much who, talent. Well, then who it's WrestleMania. Well, why do I have to be limited to SmackDown? The Raw Women's Title isn't because that's not because that's a special circumstance, and they're not they're not you know they're not doing it's that. Special circumstances and even so, that they have an agenda. And even that, so, Sasha and Bailey are tied up in the women's tag team picture. Okay. So I don't even know who you pick from Raw. Okay, Charlotte is who I would pick. 
oh, now after all this time we want Charlotte. When Jimmy wanted it, it was yeah. no. I don't see a need for that to happen. Well, we're getting desperate now. What can I say? Okay. Uh, you times. have Oscars winning, I assume? Of course. Yeah, especially yeah. the way they booked okay. it. I don't know. You know, I mean, I, I don't see what, you're, what you see, but, you know, I've been wrong before. Well, I mean, we've seen Vince make crash choices near WrestleMania. Yeah, so I, I, no, definitely. I, it's not not the booking that tells me that Oscar's going to lose. It's just Vince's fucking senile oh. brain that I'm afraid <laughs> yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. In a weird way, yeah. it's like we know basically everything, how everything's going to go at Fastlane, but also we don't really know for sure how anything is going to go because it's all based on the whims of a crazy old man. You're right. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> I love that unpredictability. So the, the women's tag team titles? <laughs> uh, yeah, Sasha lost to Tamina this week for some reason. Um, so that was just weird. I, I guess because Tamina is a nobody, they wanted her to get to meet. That's what I, I was thinking, yeah. Because they acknowledge that there's a, obviously a discrepancy between Naya and Tamina and their relative you know, presence. Yeah. For um, lack of a better word. Sasha and Bailey, I think Sasha and Bailey are going to win. Um, they fucking better win. The title can't be changed already. Yeah, I think it's safe to say they're going to win. Yeah. What is next? I think we just have Charlotte and Becky and Daniel Bryan and Kevin Owens, I think. Right? Um, yeah, Charlotte and Becky. Pretty obvious who's going to win this one thanks to the stipulation. I mean, they could still do what we said and have Ron, which would make me mad because they could have just changed the stipulation. Yeah. They could still have Ronda make a no contest if Vince doesn't want either of them to lose. But wouldn't that fly um, in the face of everything Rhonda said a week ago? Or maybe it doesn't maybe that doesn't apply anymore now that she's bad because she literally wanted, you know, her contender to be to have earned it. So if she interrupts the match that you know what I mean? She basically got Becky the match at Fastlane. So if she interrupts it causing Becky to not win, that would totally undo what she did. You know? I mean we can argue if she's a heel now that I mean, that would just be a heel thing to do, no? I guess. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right, it would be. Now that she's a heel, do you think, because I'm not saying it would be okay, but do you think that that would kind of make it, I don't know, Yeah, different? I mean, it definitely does make it different, but I think any chance you get to not make it any more convoluted, you should take. So I think, with that being said, just have Becky win the match. (laughs) Yeah, way to read my mind. Yeah, exactly the opposite of that. And let's, you know, starting Monday night, let's start building to this three-way officially, finally. I know, but I still, I see, I would just wish they were doing a contract signing at Fastlane. I wish that the match is just announcing the triple threat match. And then you're going to have Charlotte lose. She even has less of a claim to be in this match. Yeah, which is yeah. already none. Just it's so dumb. To keep track. Yeah, it's very, very dumb. It's annoying. You're right. You're right. It's annoying. It is annoying. It's um, fucking stupid. But I'm sure it'll be great. Um, you don't think this main event fast sign over the WWE title match, do you? Um, I think it's 50-50, honestly. Because they're going to be in the main event at WrestleMania, so, you know, I can't in good conscience say no, flat out. But, right. I mean, I could really see it either way, honestly. Okay. You? Um, yeah, so Becky's going to win. Um, yeah, I'm the same. I could see it either way. I, I mean... I don't know. Because of the Kevin, I mean, I never advocate for the WWE title not main eventing, and I kind of would love to main event two consecutive pay per views. Yeah. But because Becky and Charlotte and Ronda may main event WrestleMania, I wouldn't mind in this case. And also, Kevin Owens was just like thrown into this match randomly with like no build. Yeah. Or rhyme or reason, really. Yeah. None at all. Just, so uh, yeah. I, wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't mind. But I think the WWE title will probably main event. Probably. Yeah. I guess. Um, WWE title? Yeah. Um,. This is another one where I could see Vince changing the title just to change it, but I, I, I would hope that he 
realizes the great work Daniel Bryan has done and keeps the title on him. I'm sure it will. I, I'm going to predict Daniel Bryan to retain with Rowan interfering, so Owen is protected in the, in the loss. Yeah. New Day is going to be there, though, so that may factor into something. Maybe. Yeah, that's yeah. New Day will, will, will be at Test Lane. So totally. what I think is going to happen is that then Mustafa Ali, after returning, is going to say, hey, Kofi, like, you're literally in my spot. And then it's going to be a triple threat match on SmackDown soon with Kofi because he obviously deserves a title match. Yeah. Ali because he deserves, well, I don't think he deserves Argu- anything. Arguably, he deserves a shot because he pinned the champion. He deserves a shot, right. I don't think he's in any, he's not in the camp of Kofi at all because Kofi yeah, of course just not. happened to take advantage of the opportunity. Right. And then I think Owens, if Owens is screwed over, you can keep Owens in title contention kind of. Um, or they just have Owens lose straight up, and I think they still do Ali versus Kingston. Because they just they can't ignore the fact that Ali had Kingston's place. I don't think they'll do that. I mean, yeah, I mean, they could just not address it or... Um, and yeah. also the fact that he's already integrated into this with, when he was standing next to Owens. Yeah, well, end, yeah. At, in that match. So he's already kind of in that conversation again. That's a good call. I wasn't really dwelling on the fact that he showed up Tom Phillips mentioned that like this is like personal for him because he would have blah 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 elimination chamber and blah blah right. blah. Yeah, um, yeah. But I think Dana Bryan will retain, and I think that hopefully it's a singles match, Kofi and Dana Bryan, and they don't do a triple threat with Mustafa Ali. Yeah, I mean they could, or or Kevin they Owens, could. right? I mean, or uh, do you think he'll be comfortable? Well, I mean, the well then, then just then it would just be a fatal four way at this point. Well, no, I'm saying without Mustafa Ali with Kevin Owens. No, I know, but I'm saying I think Mustafa Ali, I doubt that he's just going to be neglected, so I think it'd be a fatal four-way or nothing. Or a triple... Uh, it'd be a fatal four-way or a single. Yeah. I don't think that Ali would just get swiped under the rug. Okay. So Vince that seems being to said, like him for some weird reason. <laughs> I mean, he's good, but I still think it's weird how pushy he's been. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to single one cruiserweight out, he seems like an odd choice to me, too. Um, yeah. So with what you just said, if it's going to be a fatal four-way or singles, it should definitely be, I mean, probably either way, it should definitely be a singles. Uh, Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan. Would you be opposed to this match on Sunday that we're talking about on Fastlane? Kevin Owens versus Daniel Bryan. Kevin Owens has the upper hand. Eric Rowan starts to try to uh, affect the match. And who comes out to help Kevin Owens counter that attack? Sami Zayn. Yeah. Only what happens instead. I don't know yet. Tell me. Well, I mean, it's really one or the other. It's not It's not the thing I just said, so what would be the other thing? Who he, else would help Owens? No, 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 no. Sami Zayn comes out and helps Owens, or he doesn't, and he turns on him, would be the thing. Oh. And he, this way, Daniel Bryan retains, and Kevin Owens has a feud, you know, hopefully for Mania, but either way, going out of fast lane without the title. I wouldn't be mad at that. Definitely not. You think it's likely? I would be really. I think that that's likely. I would be really surprised that it then fits them on the mania card in a singles match. I would too. I but I mean, it. they deserve it. I love it, and it would be an awesome no, match. No, without without a doubt. I just think this year is tough for that. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's possible. I think that's maybe a oh, post mania thing. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah. You know what I just realized? Which wouldn't be as emphatic because I mean it'd be better if it was WrestleMania because they've done a bunch of stuff already. You know. Yeah. I mean, there's a years long yeah. story existing already. And yeah, they've had they've had moments at Mania together, but just not one on one. So I think it would be yeah, it'd be poetic. Um, you know what I just realized, or I, maybe this is me being crazy. Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn would have been sick. I mean, obviously it's off the table now. 
would have been. You know, it would have been very sick. Because of the parallel kind of nature of their two stories. Could have been sick. Probably never would have happened. Yeah. Um, <sighs> is that That's the whole card, right? I think that does it. So, uh... There's six matches? Is there only six? That seems like, given the time of year. Smackdown Women's Raw Women's. The three tag matches, the WWE title... Becky Lynch and Charlotte. Yeah, all right. So there's seven on the main card plus the pre-show. We got them all. Yeah, we got them all. Totally. All right. Cool. Awesome. Thank you, everybody, for joining us for Wishful Booking. My name is Liam McNulty. Follow me on Twitter at up to 11 My name is Jimmy Moorcraft. You can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Moorcraft. You can like us on Facebook and Twitter at Wishful Booking. Email in wishfulbooking at gmail.com. If you like the podcast, please subscribe and turn on notifications so you know when there's new episodes and rate, review, and share it. And that's it. Enjoy Fastlane. Proceed with caution. Use your hazards. Click it or ticket. And people be safe yeah. and not injured. Yeah, no, I meant, you know, Fastlane. Road to WrestleMania. Driving puns. Yes, I, yes, gotcha. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. So long, guys. I lose a bit of myself with every selfie. Lose sleep over wealth, it's not healthy. Finding a new religion on Yelp to come help me. Praying to the label itself, do not shelf me. In the middle with the beggars and rejects. Reading between texts, weed, liquor, and sex. She says she loved me at dusk, but at dawn I pack up my things and I'm gone. And I don't know where I'm gonna go. I'm living